Your skill's worthy of a general. And if you want to fight, fight with me. One to one, man to man. Much more fair. You agree? Right. Whatever you say. Suits me fine. Hey! Hey, what's going on, world? It's your boy, Just Lee. Back in the studio here at Podshare. Uh, over in the heart of Hollywood. It's a workplace uh, and a workspace. So definitely come through and get anything that you need done. They got terminals, green screens, sound booths. We're in it right now. Um, you can reach them at uh, info at thepodshare.com. Uh, be sure to get at them and, uh, and uh, hit them up with all your inquiries. Um, today we got a very special guest. Uh, he is a poet, uh, a writer, um, an entrepreneur, among other things. Um, he's uh, just kind of recently uh, found himself into the world of boxing uh, as a means of stress relief, stress relief, and uh, I guess you could say some uh, some like uh, you know like a, an aggression or aggressive. Uh, Therapy, aggression therapy. I don't know. What do you uh, think? Like a metaphor. You know? Like metaphorically <laughs> speaking. I think the most important question to ask is, do I have a uh, one of those sexy voices through the mic? Because if not, you know, I just want to stop it right now. <laughs> nobody's gonna I listen. Think, I think everything's gonna be fine. Like, and for all the ladies out there, you definitely uh, email me in at uh, <laughs> get at justly and let me know if uh, if my my next guest here has a sexy voice. <laughs> um, so let me introduce him. His name is Avi Dixit. Uh, he is from the uh, city of brotherly love. Yeah. Um, that would be Philadelphia for all you foreigners that don't really know what's up. <laughs> and the real cheese steaks too. You know, I walk in uh, North Hollywood sometimes, and they got places called uh, Real Philly Cheese Steaks, and it's like not uh, even yeah, close. Huh? Sorry. Shit. Does the shit really gotta soak through the bag? Like the shit, like you have to almost see through the paper bag. Well, is I that think it starts real? with the bread. Okay. And how we're bred. Oh, okay, <laughs> all right, all right. There's no, something man. in the water out there. Yeah, I'm telling yeah, you. We have Kobe Bryant, Kevin uh -huh, Hart, uh -huh. um, uh, Will roots. Smith, the Roots. Yeah. Yep. So you know, we uh, let the people know a little bit, little bit about yourself. Uh, a little bit about myself. Yeah. I'm not Aside sure. Aside from being from Philly and all that crazy jazz. Um, <clears throat> I think the most important thing right now is our is our business. You know, I think. That's the only thing I kind of want people to to know about me right now. It's okay. Just like our business is okay, our passion. So we'll, it's an extension of let's, our. Let's uh, let's go in and around your business. Um, so you came here to California to start your business. Um, why is that? Yeah, I actually came with uh, my business partner Jason. Uh, we uh, lived in the dorms together <coughs> when at West Virginia University since we were eighteen and. Um, He's got a good business mind. He's got that like other like that right brain brain side of things, and uh, he's actually really good at uh, noticing people with talent. So I kind of want to commend him for that. And we kind of had this thing back and forth where uh, before we give each other a compliment or something, we're like, I really hate to admit it, but that was kind of dope what you did, blah blah blah. So like you know we have a little competitive uh, thing Spirit going on, going on. but it makes it fun. Um, and um, so yeah. him and I pretty much came out here with uh, we came to San Francisco first with about like one suitcase and didn't know anyone in San Francisco. Um, and then, you know, we kind of- Did you come out there with the idea or? Yeah, yeah, with the idea and we got a build out there and then 
you know, Jason was the one who was kind of persistent about, you know, you should go down to L.A. We should move down to L.A. and, and kind of market it. So uh, we kind of made the migration down to L.A. And uh, Is he out here as well? Uh, he comes back and forth. We have to do some stuff in the East Coast. Uh, the Harringtons are also our partners. And right. They're out in New York. So okay. it's kind of nice to have him out there to handle some of the East Coast stuff. And then I'm, you know, kind of holding it down. On That's the what's Coast. up. That's what's up. How old is the project right now? Uh, we launched... In June, I think it was June 11th of 2015. So it's just a little bit over a year. Oh wow! Yeah. It's, a, it's a baby. Yeah, yeah, it's a yeah. baby. Uh, even the but biggest, a, but a giant baby a baby. in a way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and a giant baby in a way because you caught the attention of the Harringtons. Yeah. Um, um, how did that go down? So actually, it's a funny story. When we first, Jason and I first moved to California, <clears throat> um, like the third day we were there, uh, Kevin was given a talk. Um, so we went and met him, and we kind of just kept a good relationship with him over pretty much like the past two years or so. Okay. Um, and then what we kind of went to him with wasn't uh, what we kind of have right now. Uh, what we went with was a plan, a new plan. Um, you know, what version 2 is going to be like, uh, how we kind of want to market it differently. Um, and I think one of the biggest things that we've learned in the past year, uh, which writing has you know honestly helped a lot, was that... The way we were marketing our company wasn't wasn't the way that we actually like really wanted to do it. You know, we were kind of marketing it based off of what we thought other people would like. You know, kind of like that party scene, like we're cool, blah blah blah. But in actuality, like the party scene isn't really what makes you cool, and that's not who we are. Is that something that you learned on, out in the wild, so to speak, or was that something that? Um that you were just told and you just decided. Well, we just, we just weren't happy with our, with the way we were doing it. You know, okay. Just, oh, so you did a little parting at first. Yeah, and yeah. And we just, we just weren't happy with it. And, um, you know, so we kind of took some time to realize that that's not who we are. You know, everyone on the team is extremely bright. They're super creative and super passionate. So we were like, we kind of got to, um, you know, switch that. And uh, mm -hmm. so we kind of focused more on producing our own content and showing people like what's inside our minds. And, you know, it kind of appears to be attracting, um, you know, like real photographers, creative uh, real, real creative people. Right. And uh, in fact, we've gotten like 20 or 30 different um, people that have emailed in wanting to do collaborations and stuff out here in LA, ranging from all sorts of mediums. So it's pretty, uh, it's pretty interesting, and, and that's, like, one of our major focuses right now. Um, that's what's up. Uh, we kind of put together this, like, magazine, so to speak, where we went and uh, kind of, like, creatively and abstractly, for some, uh, did photo shoots with some of the Sweeble users, and we wrote articles, and it's going to be emailed to all, you know, 75,000 of our current users. Uh, we're going to print, like, ten or 15,000 copies out and, you know, put them in. Uh, in and around LA, but uh, most importantly, inside there, it's it's a marketing tool for us because inside we'll have um, ads for version two, so people okay. will be able to see it and get excited and say, "Okay, this is different." Very you know? cool. Um, so what we're we would just really want to make sure we do the small things really well. Now. Right. When right. it comes to swag, like we have some fashion designers that want to do collaborations and right. do some high end stuff for people. Like people, what we want to kind of create while we're building version two is is kind of a culture that when somebody sees or he hears or, or you know kind of views you doing a collaboration with us like oh dope you did something with Sweeble that you know that's pretty badass right like, right we kind of want to be choosy you know like okay okay um, I see what you're saying so you know, more, more more of like a um, uh, in, wrapped in and around like creative talent yeah and uh, exactly. uh, much in the same way like Apple or um, 
Vimeo? Like, yeah, Vimeo, like Vimeo or and GoPro. Or GoPro. Or like, yeah. yeah. Basically create a culture. Um, I know you and I have had conversations before where, you know, both you and I are mixed. I'm half Polish, half Indian. You, you know, you're mixed. And we were talking about how, you know, it's kind of difficult to go to either side because neither, right. you, neither side really wants you because you're kind of like tainted. So this, yeah. You know, I may be speaking a little barbarically. No, here, but, but it's true. So, um, as fuck. so like when we were talking about there's no culture, we, we have no cultural reference, you know, so we're just kind of like wandering. Removed from it, yeah. We're just wandering yeah. around together. Um, so I think we started to think about the company in the same way that a company has no sort of culture reference at all either. So it's like, it's our job to really kind of show what that is. And, you know, we may not be the best at what we're doing right now, but I know for certain that the concepts that we have and future concepts that we have and the people that we're collaborating are going to be things that other people, you know, can't do or or haven't seen. So, um, which kind of leads me to my next question. Uh, you have a particular medium as well that you, um, delve into and that's writing. Yeah. Um, you have an account with a, an incredible followership. Uh, why don't you get into that a little bit? Um, so I guess to get into that, you got to start from the beginning. Uh, I think when I was like eight or nine, uh, we had got a typewriter. And I have really bad handwriting. Like I, I'm left hand. Like they used to call my mom and be like, we, we can't, you know, we can't read this. Um, so when we got the typewriter, it's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> my mom was strong though. She's yeah. like, you better learn how to read it. You right. Know yeah. I mean? All right. She, yeah. She always had my back. So yeah. I can't. That's what's up. Shout yeah. out to mom. Uh, yeah. Shout out to moms. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, so, so it started off at like eight years oh, old. Oh yeah. So typewriter. when we got the typewriter, yeah. it was awesome because it was, it was like beautiful. Whatever I wrote would be like, you know, just kind of beautiful. But the biggest thing is you couldn't make any mistakes with this typewriter. And if you did make mistakes, they were there. You couldn't right. erase them that, you know, people saw them. Um, so I always thought that was really cool. And then I'm not going to lie, you know, as I noticed, I was getting kind of good at like writing or whatever through middle school and high school was nice because like the ladies kind of liked it, you know, so that was... That well, was like to drop, be honest, drop man, little notes in the locker. I hate to tell something. you this, but uh, you're a pretty good writer. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, drop little notes in the lockers and stuff like right, that. Right. But used to piss off a lot of guys. Oh that, shit! Yeah. Okay. But, um, and then when I went, like, get people into trouble, like what you type them like little love letters from. Oh, like, I just say whatever. And then, no, I would just say whatever. Oh, okay. and just, you know, you know how people are when when you're good at something, they kind of like. Hey. Yeah, but uh so you had a few haters. Yeah, so that was fun. Um the funny thing actually was in, you know, kind of elementary school, middle school, uh even parts of high school. I I, I guess cuz I just didn't really care about what they wanted us to write, but they used to always like call my mom in and just cuz my mom, you know, both both my parents were immigrants, so they thought I would struggle with English and they just kept saying that and she's like, I don't I, you know, I don't get it. But um so when I got to college, College was a different period for me. It wasn't very creative. I, I chose a major that was more like grounded. What was that? Uh, it was biology. Oh, wow. So for like four years, I pretty much just focused on like concrete writing. There was no, you know, couldn't right, have any factual fluff, stuff. Nothing. Yeah. yeah, you had to do all the research. Um, and, uh, and, and, you know, I, I kind of like that, but you lose a lot of creativity uh, when you have to do something grounded, and and it's partly my fault. I okay. mean, I should have kept it up, but you know how it is when you're in college. I still did a little bit of writing, but nothing serious. Um, and then after that, I went to work at the FDA. 
um, which again was science related. So I was still wow. around, like science things. That might be another conversation for later. <laughs> yeah, but okay. Yeah, and then uh, and then when I and then as soon as we moved to kind of like California, and we had a nice uh, blog going around uh, going on for a while, and that's when I really kind of started writing hard again. Is that uh, where Estad Eight comes out of? It comes out of a blog, or uh, no? It's just it's like my initials are AD, and I was born in '88, so I thought established in '88 would be oh, like kind of clever. Okay, okay, yeah, all yeah, right, yeah. all right. People are like, "Wait, is that like Spanish? Like you're saying Estad? Like or no, that's Usted or Estad? I don't know. We're gonna have to cut that. All right, well, whatever it was, yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah, so that's yeah. that's kind of where it came we from. We make mistakes, but. Uh, and it's it's just different. And then now writing has become something where it's like, I need it. You know what I mean? And it gives me a place to be super confident and super arrogant because uh, I think some of the people that are like around me and things like that, they need sometimes somebody to be like overly confident and overly arrogant to be like that like pushing force. You know what I mean? Well, if he's, ta- if he's talking like that, then it's fine for me to talk like that too. You know? And I think we should. I think as humans, I think we all have an individual intelligence and like, why not, you know, kind of showcase that. If people find that as you're being cocky or arrogant, then it's like, I'm sorry. Like that's, that's, that's their fault. In yeah. Like yeah. I, why would I, you know, it's like, why would you, why would you silence yourself for their comfortability? Yeah. It, it, their yeah. thoughts. So writing has really helped lately to kind of like, where nobody's thoughts and nobody else's thoughts kind of like really matter to me anymore except my own. That's what's up. And um, so what are the type, the type of topics that inspire you in your writing? I don't know. I, I typically uh, I typically just pull up the app and it's just kind of like ad lib, so to speak. It just kind of goes. It could be like some conversations I've had with people during the day or a while ago or just kind of what I'm feeling. Um, I just, I try to make it as raw as possible. There's some things where people read it and like, they have to stop or because it's just like it's it's super real you know it's right. like I, I when i have conversations with people we have very real conversations so i know like what sounds real kind of you know and right. like what will resonate with people and i talk with that i talk with a whole lot of people and you do too so yeah. you know that's where i think a lot of knowledge is kind of shared and, and i try to try to get that out through, this, like this through the uh, the only issue process. is though which i kind of like <laughs> is that um when people like meet me and stuff, they're like, oh, he's cool. But then they read some of my writing and some people will like push back a little bit. Like they're scared a little bit and then some people will get closer. And I, you know, I kind of like that because it's like, okay, it's like, it's cool. Cause you kind of know who's like really like, okay, this guy's mind's cool. Or they're like, what the fuck's wrong with this guy? You know what I mean? Right, but right. people who get writing and understand that it's not always about you or about your personal stories. Uh, they get it. It's just, it's right. just me. I'm a storyteller. Well, it's, uh, it's an interesting thing that um, uh, art in itself and how it uh, it connects to a particular population of people that there's a like a, a specific demographic that really will latch on and get something. And uh, like it. They, and they like want it. They yeah. want to be pulled that deep in themselves. Right. You know, and they it's like it's like we're kind of going that deep together. And like lately, I don't know. Uh, we always talk about this with right. boxing, that kind of repetition is like, you know, kind of the father of learning. And lately it's just been going and going and going and going. And it's like, it's as easy as breathing now, kind of, you know. The writing process. Yeah. That's what's up, man. Um, let me ask you this one. You wrote, they tell you the opinions of sheep don't matter, laughter, but all the sheep matter to a shepherd. Get it? But watch out for the wolves in sheep's clothing. Plural wolf, exterior costume, interior opportunistic. 
break it down for me. <laughs> to be honest with you, and I swear on on everything, my 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 future kids or whatever, I I've maybe only reread maybe a handful of things I've ever written. So hearing that right now, it's like it's the first time I've ever heard that. That's pretty wow. crazy. But um, I think what I meant with that is that you know, kind of sometimes when you first meet people, you're like oh, this person's really nice or something like that, right. you know? And so you kind of, like, get drawn to that person. But really, they're... they're, they're Malintended? Yeah, yeah. They're, the wolf is so, like, internal that, like, it takes a while to get it. And then when you finally get there, you're like, damn, you know? So yeah, yeah. It, I, I really is don't John, know how to... John? The best way to explain it is kind of how I explained it. You know, I can't, right. like, I can't rephrase or re-explain it because at like, that time, that's kind of... John ass John. <laughs> <laughs> It's, That's uh, J A W N. All you motherfuckers that don't John, know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think people just need to be more cognitive about um, when when you when you are kind of not. I don't want to say leading because I don't like that word. I don't think I think we're all kind of walking together. But when you when you're doing something epic with a bunch of people. Uh, within that group, there's always going to be uh, sometimes the people closest to you that are actually, you know. So that's just kind of how I felt at that time. But hearing that, that actually sounded really good. Like <laughs> you should start rapping. <laughs> Fuck, I don't ever, I don't ever reread any of my stuff. I promise you, I swear. I we, got, we got, we got, we uh, got <laughs> room for one more. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, it's, it comes from the same. It's like one. painstaking to kind of hear my uh, stuff, but it's cool. From the same one, he said. It's on point like an arrow, right direction. Maybe I lost my mind, but that's because I never mind these people, sheeps, wolves, lions, I don't know the difference. Um, damn, that's also pretty deep, huh? <laughs> uh, I think it's just like a metaphor, it's just kind of like an analogy when you said you, you've lost your mind, it's, it's in the sense that it's because I, I never mind what people say anymore, right. you know, so my mind's lost. You or know, you just it's not even on it yeah it's not even on it it's, yeah. I used to care a lot I used to care a lot and then you kind of the more you kind of care about what other people think and I think another thing is that we think that people think about us more than they actually think about us you know what I mean right. so it causes us to be a little anxious and, right right and, and, anxiety um, and, uh, and but then you insecurities kind of, you don't know who you are it's like it's like how our company was you know we internally as friends and things and as co-founders we knew exactly who we were and we right. knew we wanted to do but we just weren't showcasing it so we stopped kind of we kind of closed system you know we only kind of if it's cool if we like it if i like the people that we work with like it then it's good let's put it out there we don't we don't you know do it like oh maybe if we have a girl in a bikini with this like everybody will like it no and um it's actually like i said we have a lot of cool collaborations and work now and and um, and it all for me it all boils down to writing. I think, uh, especially when it comes to creating with concepts, I think you you kind of think of it as like something poetic. And if you can write it out in your mind, then you can you can kind of like recreate it. You know. So that's what's up. Um, so you've been here a couple years now. Yeah. Uh, in the state of Cali, uh, started off in uh, the Bay Area, and now you've moved down to um, um, LA for the last uh, nine or so months. Um, what are some of the major challenges that you faced out here? What What are some of the more um, 
uh, eye-opening. Oh, well, you know, speaking of speaking of, I don't know how John asked John. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how deep we want to go because you know I don't want you know anyone in Hollywood to come kill me or anything. Nah, but. I ain't gonna happen, <laughs> man. We, we fucking we fighting. <laughs> Fuck that. Um, I think the biggest thing uh, was. When we first came down here, everyone was super friendly. We were like, oh, this is dope. Like, everyone's oh, yeah, super yeah, cool, yeah, blah, blah, yeah. blah. But there was, like, something deeper. Uh, because at first, they just thought we were, like, tech you know, tech nerds coming down from, you know, with money to just throw parties and things like that. But then they're like, wait a minute. Like, these guys know how to dress. These guys know how to talk. These guys know how to talk to ladies. These guys know how to respect ladies. And then they started being, like, pushing back. And, and uh, that's when we realized that we were... We were marketing to the wrong crowd. Okay. You know, and uh, and I think ever since I realized that, I've been having a lot more fun in LA. These collaborations and things like that are really exciting. It's a lot of fun. Uh, the people that are involved with us have done things with us before, right. but have done new the new things with us now. They have a lot of fun. It's 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 just a lot. We're all having like a lot of fun showing that we can kind of make cool like so, photography. So how about like outside of people, outside of your relationships? What are some of, what were some of the challenges that you've discovered that maybe have added or like some things that you've surmounted that have added to your ability to tackle life? Um I think you said you don't want to talk about people. I think having to deal with fake people is one. I think turning to uh you know, boxing training with you, not in the sense of where it's a boxing class, you know, where like we're just doing some cardio to get in shape. It's like, no, we're, you know, basically training me to be like if I, I could maybe one day go and fight, you know, in the ring. And uh, to me, it's important because it's a metaphor of, of my new, of our company's new state of mind and my new state of mind that, um, you know, when we first started, uh, you know, boxing training, we were, you know, I was hitting kind of hard or whatever, didn't really have good technique. But now, you know, every now and then we're starting to get that, that crack, that you know, because it's that, it's that repetition. It was focusing completely on my mind, staying focused and, you know, working through the technique. And then, you know, obviously you there pushing and, and focusing really hard on the technique, the points where it was frustrating, you know, it's like, fuck, I, you know. Yeah. But, uh, it's a metaphor because that's 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 how we're gonna treat things now. We're gonna keep pounding it over and over and over and over again until it cracks. Everything we do cracks, and that's what's you up. know we kind of want other people who. Uh, the nice thing about being creative and hitting it that way is that when you're organically creative and you do it at a rapid rate that's faster than everyone else, it actually kind of mind fucks other people and other competition in a sense. Excuse my words. That's the best word I can think of to say. Um, in the sense that they try to then want to like um step up step up their creativity but when you try to force and think it it comes off really forced and complicated and things so interesting that's why i i you know i, I try to stay kind of secluded now a little bit and just kind of have a handful of people because i don't want any kind of like distractions i just want like us to stay focused on what we're good at like our creativity and not try to compete with what like anyone else is doing because that's what messes up creativity because you're trying to you're like, okay, if they did it this way, I'm going to try it. Then you overthink it, and it doesn't oh, come out. That's what's up. You know? That's what's up, man. Um, last question for you. Yeah. Ali versus Tyson. <laughs> 15 rounds. Who you got? Uh, that's a tough one, huh? That's a tough one. I don't think... 
I don't think it would go. It wouldn't be a knockout either way. I don't think. But uh, do you think it's I don't think it would be a knockout. Think, yeah, you know, it is heavyweights, but at the same time, it could maybe it could go. They were both big, huh? They're both, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, I would probably just have to say Ali just out of respect for That's him passing up. away, and uh, also he's just for what he did outside of boxing. I think he really. Uh, he really took an initiative and went out of his way to try to be a positive influence and and kind of um, you know inspire people all over the world. You know, that's he, what's up. That, and that's awesome. It's you know? part of part of the reason why he's my favorite fighter and why I would pick uh, <laughs> Tyson yeah. as well. <laughs> he had he had some sort so, of spiritual spiritual energy and that that's cool. That yeah, that's deep and and um, and to your point, um, you know, I don't know if you know or not, but. Uh, Tyson, all all respect due. I I I I've you know looked up to him as a kid, but he's quit on occasion. Whereas uh, you know Ali's gone out on his shield. On his shield, and, yeah. Uh, and um, and who he was as a person, there really was no quit. Yeah. In him, you know what I mean. He didn't need a trainer or or you know what I, or like you know uh, in the way that I really feel Tyson needed Customato, and I felt like when Customato left his life. There was a big change in his life, but then Ali really—he he was his own wind. He was like solid. Yeah. You know what I mean? He was yeah. his own motivation and wind. Like he—he he knew what he wanted from the get-go, and he went out and, and he got it. Yeah. So, uh, so I think that, also yeah. probably his his good antics kind of helped. Was also like the a character force. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The character. Yeah. The character. Yeah. He came. In, he came into this world with character. Yeah. And uh, and and for Tyson, it was built. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but both both incredible both incredible <laughs> fighters you know what i mean and all all respect and tyson's to. trying to do some <clears throat> oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah tyson's doing a lot of good stuff now and and uh and man like there's never no, too late never too late never too late you know yeah with that said with that said yeah, man, thanks, hey. man for you got some stuff out of me today that uh i hope <laughs> we got all that hey man yeah no we definitely got it and uh and uh much love and respect for everyone out there listening uh this is hands down chin up signing out say peace Peace. <laughs>